at the center of the universe. At the border between the light and the dark stands Castle Grayskull. For countless ages, the heroes of Grayskull have defended the universe against the forces of evil. Walk through the Hall of Living Pictures and learn the history and mystery of the masters of the universe. Dive deep into the mythology of Eternia, Etheria, and more. For those who know the stories of Grayskull will come the power. The power to be supreme. The power to be all-knowing. The power to be... Legends of Grayskull. Welcome to episode 55 of Legends of Grayskull, the live fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of He-Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Etheria, Nordor, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Ladybird, UK Annuals, Golden, Mini Comics, anything and everything you can think of with that He-Man, She-Ra, Masters of the Universe, Princess of Power, that Mattel logo in the corner. I'm Matthew Dooch. I'm here with Sean Skavarna. Sean, how are we doing today? Oh, it's lagging, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it literally was the choppiest intro, and I missed it. Well, I hope that you're catching up now. You're looking better, so. I'm catching up. I'm, I'm yeah, that's the story of my life. You're I'm all, catching up. You're all the way from so, gray school there. Yeah, I figured I'd come, yeah, by way of attorney today. For the special episode. Very special. We've got some fun stuff today. Now we'll give everybody a chance to get... I already see Manny Gonzalez is here. Uh, Skelly Vader has joined us. Welcome, guys. Aha. Um, so we'll give everybody a, a few yeah. minutes here to uh, to jump in. Let everyone get the notification we're live. We had quite a bit of participation throughout the uh, week. Uh, which was nice to see. So we got a lot of people with points already for this giveaway. Um, Sean, you got any news you want to go over before, while everyone's kind of filtering in, getting their seats? Um, uh, what was it? So, yeah, apparently uh, the one thing I was reading recently was Kevin Smith said we might have some news this week, and that oh, didn't happen. Yeah. So... Unfortunately, the news is there's no news. <laughs> maybe maybe next week? <laughs> I don't know. He was saying it was supposed to happen last weekend, right. I want to say, or, or like the beginning of the week, and still nothing. So I don't know. But the, the one thing that I'll say on here that I know it blew up for a little while, and there have been people who have been trying to take, you know, to put the fire out, is uh, he did say that Mark... Not M-A-R-K nope. for Hamill. M-A-R-C for Bernardin uh, had a whole episode of his own, which I know he mentioned when he first started working on the the uh, show. And a lot of people took it that we were having a full-on Skeletor right. episode. And then that went all over the place. And now it turns out, no, 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 no. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Mark Bernardin, not Mark Hamill. 
We are, you know, it, it's the beauty of what we have here is anything is going to be run with because people are that hungry well, for this. It's kind of so. odd to even word it that way to begin with because we knew Mark wrote an episode. We've known that since the beginning. Exactly. So it's kind of weird that he threw out there like, yeah, Mark's got a whole episode to himself and meaning Bernard in. So I don't know if he's really. Yes. I, I, there's a part of me that goes, like you said, you're trying to put out a fire now and you're trying to shift it is what it seems to me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I really meant mm-hmm. this. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we need something. Throw something out there. Uh, uh, what? At this What's up, Joe Amato? Uh, Joe Amato has joined us in the chat, itching to get his hands on some prizes today. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, I guess we'll just kind of start going over that here. Um, so yeah, so we had a lot of people participate here. I'm going to run down the list now. Uh, try and get them in order. Uh, so, oh, throughout the week, I've been doing all sorts of uh, giveaways and quizzes and questions and puzzles and everything on the the Facebook page, the Instagram. I went live on YouTube. Um, <laughs> Your handle needs the to be Riddler. the Riddler. <laughs> um, well, first, uh, yeah, let's let's go over the uh, prizes first. So, what are we playing for today? So, top three at the end of all our questions will get their choice of the Power in the Honor Foundation Catalog Volume One, courtesy of uh, Josh Van Pelt. Um, this one is mine, uh, but the one you get will be brand new, unopened. Um, but it's a beautiful book. Uh, you also have a choice of a PowerCon exclusive Origin Shira mint in package, never opened. Hopefully, it's in there. Uh, or the Masters of the Universe Mega Constructs Panthor and Point Dread set, which is also very nice. I love these sets. The art, the artwork alone is fantastic. I haven't kept any of the boxes yet, but I've always been tempted to. And I'm like, I'll just be a pack rat. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Um, so let me run down the standing so far. So we do have Skelly Vader on top with three points. We have Manny Gonzalez with two. Uh, Andrew Bowers has two. David Clark has two. Uh, the Toy Huntress, Rachel Rodriguez, has one. Uh-huh. Lacey Dean has one. Nice. Yuka has one. Uh, Mark Taylor has two. Kelly Randor Edmonds has one. Dan Rice has one. RJ Clark has one. And Joe Amato has one. Uh, welcome, Jason Havlick. Thank you for joining us. We were ju- Let me add you to the list here. Um, so yeah, so we're going to ask some questions. We've actually got uh, 12 questions total, three questions in four different categories. And we'll go we'll go through them uh, one by one. First person that I see, so it's going to go by my chat here. I know sometimes YouTube and everything with the chat can be really weird. You'll, sh- you'll think you're before someone else. But it's just it's gotta be the one that shows up on mine first. That person will get a point and then they'll have their choice of prizes between the She-Ra, the book, and the uh Mega Construct set. Easy peasy, right? Uh 
<sighs> Joe Amato, you saved the best for last. No, I always put the losers at the bottom. I think he used to have a show <laughs> once upon a time, didn't he? Like, I haven't seen anything from them in a while. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's like we're we're on good uh, good terms with Steve and Jeremy for the most part, but uh, you know, it's like you want to start something between podcasts now. Oh, oh boy, that that spans <laughs> a power thing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> they they we're we're more the hey, let's just sit down and talk, and they they do have a little more fire Absolutely. in them sometimes. So yeah, I could see. All, All right, see so it. quick rundown of the four categories. Uh, so we've got Attorney in History 101. This is just questions about uh, the world of He-Man and She-Ra. Uh, we've got Toys, 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 which are obviously all related to the figure lines. Um, and then we've got Quotations. This is a fun one. I will actually play a clip from an episode, um, and the first person to get the correct title of the episode gets it. A short clip, about 20 seconds, so. Um, and then Orko's Magic Hat. And that's just kind of a grab bag, just questions. We came up with that uh, didn't fit in anywhere else, so. Uh, and for everyone that somebody misses, an attorney and villager has to die. <laughs> <laughs> because the Riddler wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Riddle dude, <to> this. <laughs> All right, so I think we're good to go here. Um, trying to wait for some other people to filter in, but this looks like it might be it. We'll see. Maybe some people will jump in here. We'll take our time going through here. So, uh, well, throw it out the chat room. Uh, what what category do you want to start with? Start us off, and then we'll just kind of go back and forth from there. Get. Uh, Oh, they're answering that. We got about a 30 second delay. You get your uh, Big Bad Toy Store shipment? Yeah, mine came, I did. Mine came today too. It was for me when I got off work. <laughs> I haven't. You got yeah, the whole wave. I got, wave, the, I got right? the whole wave. You got. Uh, see, I, I only did uh, Leo and Shredder. So. Oh! Lucky. <laughs> well, it's I not. Was, it, I was tempted, but I couldn't do really more. It's not really lucky. So. It's. Uh, it's I didn't pre-order soon enough, and I had uh-huh. to get the whole wave if I wanted my lead article. So, <laughs> well, you made out better than I did today. I got something from eBay, and I was very unhappy oh, with it. No. So, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a sad day what here you, at Chase. Well, oh, it wasn't Natasha, so. was it? <laughs> No, no, no. She came fine. There, you know, she she was completely fine. But I have um, I've been dabbling in a few Marvel Legends that are the uniquer oh, ones, right. the ones yeah. that you know, like they have a connection. And and there was somebody who had a. Uh, it, it was claimed to be here. It's it's out of the box. It's still in the plastic, you know, like the plastic backing for the figure. And it was a Colossus who can, who comes in a Juggernaut Colossus two pack. I just wanted the Colossus out of it. Fifty nine dollars uh, right. plus shipping, right? So I I get it, and it's in a box this big, just to show off the box here. 
this box is at least a head shorter than the figure. So uh, actually here, to, to actually, <laughs> here is the figure. So here is the box. Here is the figure. All right. They put it like there. You go from, from his. They jammed him in there, and he they they messed with his knees. Jump. He he showed up looking like this in the box, and all jumbled together, and all this stuff. And his head was like this. Oh, he looked like a transformer. And now, like a lot of the ratchet joints are, they're they're done because of how he was in this thing. So I'm reaching back out to the seller. I'm like, well, I want this fixed because I did not expect you to start right. send this to me this way. Not to, not to take it on a whole big term, but basically I'm very underwhelmed with how it was sent to me. And I'm like, yeah, I've never had somebody do something like that when I've paid, um, you know, oh, yeah, 70 bucks for, sure. for something. Like, You've got to be kidding. You know, like oh, ridiculous. So I'm not buying from that seller again. That's all there is. All right. So... <laughs> And I'm working on something. Skelly Vader anyway, got what, the what got? toys, got? toys, toys. Um, so we'll start there. That was the first one I saw. Okay. Uh, and Joe Joe did uh, say that he was falling asleep watching me open my turtle, and I'm a rich sucker. So now that Joe's asleep, let's hurry up with the questions <laughs> so that he misses them all. God, that, these turtles are gorgeous. I'm glad I did jump on. Um um, yeah, yeah. There. No steak tonight, Joe. I did have um, uh, went out to Hacienda last night, so I don't know what I'm gonna have tonight. It's a little early still, but enjoy your bologna. Get some Miracle Whip and some white bread. It's great. <laughs> miracle Whip. Oh, oh. What he... oh, that sounds like something. <laughs> that, at least back in the old, uh, the old cartoon, not the new ones. Absolutely. But, yeah. Um, so I think you have you have toys, so, toys, toys, right? right? I I do. I am the Toys, Toys, right. Toys guy. Which one are we doing first? So, first question. Question number one. And we're going to need a visual aid for this yep. question. Go then. ahead and start reading and I'll throw it up. And Alright. What vintage figure is this first concept art of? Alright, it's up there. Get, uh, we'll wait a little bit here. I am watching on the delay, so... If anybody else jumps into the chat or into this here, uh, just comment down below so I can add you to the list or know you're here if you've already won uh, a point or two. And, uh, yeah, tell us who this is the concept. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I was going to reread the question. You got me, okay. beat me to the punch. But, yeah, you threw this at me last mm -hmm. night. And I threw two answers at you, both of which were well, I've wrong. Well, got, I've got three so. Spike Ors in the chat now. Joe, Skelly, and Jason are all saying Spike Or. Sean, is it Spike Or? It is not Spike Or, because that was one of my two answers from last night, and I was, I was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll give, it, we'll give it a minute here longer. I know there's a bit of a delay, so not Spike Or. Yeah, this one this one's fun. And Sean did not get this one. <laughs> no, I would have never guessed this figure. And, and like looking at him, when, I kinda wish this figure looked I like this, to be honest. What I said, did you see it then? Yes, but I really wish we had this version. <laughs> Still, like the the figure it's the figure that we have is definitely not as interesting looking right? to me as uh, this. Joe, Joe says yeah. Cyclone. That is incorrect. 
That was my other uh, one from last night. So that that would have been a very very freaky version. I could see it though with the spinning with the spikes there. That could be deadly. Yes. Um. Well, but but you wouldn't have expected the deadly part. All right, we got one more guess here. We've got uh, Skelly Vader thinks it might be blast attack. What do you think, Sean? Oh, well, I would think that Skelevator got it right. Absolutely. Blast attack. Congrats, Skelevator. That is Blast Attack. Yeah, if you look, like I, I showed Sean afterwards, right up, uh, let me point the right way. See that thing over his right shoulder? That is the um, trigger for the for the Blast okay. Apart. And then if you look right down his chest there, where I know you get distracted by Cyclone, you know, looking round like Cyclone, yeah. you can see that there's a seam that goes down and over and over and down, all the way down through the crotch. So, yeah, he was originally yeah. looking very heroic. And um, I do like the idea of the spikes on there for shrapnel-like damage as he blasts apart. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Uh concept art for what would eventually become blast attack so good job skelly vader yeah, he he could have been a nice uh they always do the heroes get one way and the bad guys get the other way and this could have been a nice here's him versus uh yeah. spike or you know if they would have gone that direction but no <laughs> all right so i will go and then uh, i guess from here we'll just go uh back and forth so i will do quotations now so I'm going to play a clip, All right. and you tell us what this is from. You, you can't even handle that muscle-bound female She-Ra. Just a minute. What about the way He-Man handles you, Bone Brain? Bone Brain? Why, you miserable excuse for a villain. Silence! There you go. What episode of one of the series is that from? Sean, do you think you know? I don't know the name of it, but I actually do remember that episode. Um, <laughs> so I will, I'll, I'll bow out <laughs> respectfully, knowing that I will never be the filmation champ that Joe, others are when it comes to uh, Masters Joe of the Mato Universe. says <laughs> Secret of the Sword. That is incorrect, Joe. Manny Gonzalez says the Christmas special. Absolutely, Manny. It was the Christmas special. Ah. And Joe Amato immediately followed up Manny with Christmas special. Um, so he just copied uh, <laughs> Manny there. So a point for Manny. <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing that Joe going, Manny, Manny, what do you think it is? <laughs> Yes, it was the Christmas special. That's when uh, Horde Prime take brings them together and uh, asks them to eradicate the spirit of Christmas. So, um, and I hope that can't... Let mm-hmm. me know, guys. Did that come through? Um, obviously, it came through pretty clear because someone got it, but let me know if I need to tweak anything with that. Um, so, yeah, point to Manny. Congratulations. Um, and, and, oh, Sean, what did you think it was from? For some reason... It- I, I I thought it was a, from a Shira episode because there was I, I there was like one or two I can think of where it's like okay Skeletor and Hordak are both in it with them 
And he, I remember him saying that line in particular. But then it's like, oh, Christmas. I, I, I did see that last year. I don't know why that didn't. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, filmation yeah. is just not my forte compared to other ones. It's just that, it's just that simple. I need to revoke my geek card. So then um, real quick here, right, uh, so, Joe, I, I understand it. That's what I was saying. I'm, I know on people's ends it looks weird because he says he on his end it shows himself first. Um, but I got to go with what pops up on my feed here. Um, and I know that's happened to me too, where I think it looks like I typed first, but really someone else did. Um, and we said that's beginning, whatever pops up on my phone is what we're going to go with. Um, Jason Havlick says he never saw the Christmas special because it looked horrendous. Jason, you know, what? honestly <laughs> check. I love it. I know Sean doesn't care for it. I don't know if hates is hates is probably a stronger word. It's it's fun. No, I, I don't. It's fun. I, don't I, it. I, I it's. I don't watch. I watch it at least once a year at Christmas time. I don't really dip into it other than that. But it it is just a fun adventure that I would say I I don't even keep with regular filmation, um, canon myself. So it's it's kind of like one of these oddball one off things, like an Elts Worlds type thing. Think of it that way. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. I think that's the like when I was a kid, I even was like, they're on Eternia. Yeah. Why? What's what, and, cr- and it featured Ethereum a lot because obviously Shira. It was toward, it was after He Man was done. They were working on Shira, and so there is it's very Shira centric, mm-hmm. which I love, but I know some people are not. So, um, all right, sorry, Sean, go ahead. What's your uh, next category here? All right, we'll step into Eternian history one hundred and one here. So, first question. This magical artifact is activated by the incantation Vir Batak Atra. It is capable of piercing any barrier. What is it? I should have gotten some music here, some little Jeopardy music or something, you know? Well, we we said that the last time, but we were worried it was going to get copyrights infringement and taken down. <laughs> maybe some maybe some masters right. version of that. Do that. Do 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 do. <laughs> Ooh, is this the one that stumps him? Jason Havlick coming in strong. The Ramstone. Oh, sorry, Sean. One of my favorite I mean, artifacts I mean, in two thousand. Is it the Ramstone? X. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yes, and it's also one of my favorite artifacts from 2000X because it can literally knock the living power of Grayskull out of Prince Adam while he fights Skeletor, which is awesome. Congrats, Jason. You're on the board. All right, here we go. Uh, Orko's Magic Hat. In the Masters of the Universe mini-comics, Sorceress was often... Miscolored. She was not always seen in her orange and blue filmation colors. Name the two colors of her outfit that her outfit appeared in outside of the regular orange and blue. So in the mini comics, how what color was Sorceress's outfit colored besides uh, the orange and blue? You need both of them. There's two. No, no, not Jeopardy rules. No one would do that. Oh, what the, who the, who is, no. It'll take way too long. Just give us the answer. Short and sweet. 
oh man, that was a flurry, but on my screen, Skelly Vader was the first with white and pink, and that is absolutely correct. Jason and Joe, you were right there, so. All right. Congrats, Skelly Vader. All of you are right on it. I love this. All right, Sean. All you. All right. Back to toys, toys, toys. At the age of 12, Mark Taylor first created a barbaric fantasy hero named... Question mark. What was the name of his hero? And that would obviously serve as inspiration over the years to eventually create He-Man. Yes. And if you don't know it, you'll find out when you get the Power and the Honor Foundation book. <laughs> uh, Jason says dough and I don't think that's in response to the question but uh, okay Jason Havlick <laughs> says Vicor unfortunately no but it wasn't it was that no actually no uh, let's it just was say before no. Vicor <laughs> I was about to make it more complicated for myself so. yep, this was this was the, uh, I'm this great was the at that. first concept that he came up with on his own before he started working on something with, you know, for Mattel. Skelly Bader yeah. also says Vicor. No, sorry, Skelly. Nope. Give it a minute longer here. Joe's probably digging. I bet Joe's got a copy of this book. He's probably digging for it furiously right now. I'm a little surprised Joe doesn't know this one. Because this is one that, I mean, most people could ask me, and I, I'm not going to say I know everything there is to know, but I think I'd remember that pretty easily off the top of my head. Well, I know we, we've... Put me put me in the hot yeah. seat. And, and we've we'll gone <laughs> over it before on the show. Yes. All right, I'm going to give it 30 seconds, see if anybody else pops up with anything. Or else we'll call this one. Thirty seconds of silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could I could read my my messages to the eBay guy that drove me nuts. <laughs> that'll that'll be a way of ending thirty seconds right there. All right. We're going to call that one there. Sean, what's the answer? Torak. And his his uh, subtitle was The Hero of Prehistory, if yeah, I remember correctly. You do correctly. remember correctly. Look at you go. Yeah. Nice. I got a couple Torak, things up T-O-R-A-K. So. That was the, the hero he he came up with as a, a boy. A, uh, throughout the years, he kept drawing and refining it. And eventually someone saw it hanging at Mattel and they uh, they decided to turn it into what would become Vicor and then He-Man. Mm-hmm. Very nice. All right. So now we're back. No, I've got... No, yeah, we're back to quotations. All right, here we go, guys. Mm -hmm. Listen carefully.
Nice trick. What else can you do? Anything I choose. Even stone will obey me. All right, guys. What episode is that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something after the answer is revealed because I'm amused by this. <laughs> God, I should hope you. I should hope you one. do. <laughs> Manny Gonzalez says, "Song of Solis." Sean, do you agree? I All do right. agree. <laughs> and Jason was right behind him. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised with Jeremy DeWitt should have been showing up for this because he would have got that no problem. The second that, yeah, whatever the vocal yeah, song there, yeah. I was like, you went there. You actually <laughs> went there. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Congrats, Manny. That's another point for you. You are well in. Is it Joe? Yeah, I want to make sure I didn't. No, Joe missed that one. Come on, Joe, you gotta step it up. You host a show and you got you've you've got no points here. <laughs> Alright, Sean, back to you. Alright. Yeah, Attorney in History 101 again. This character gained great strength drinking the magical water from the Valley of Power. Using a row as his steed, he sought to conquer all of Eternia. Who is this character? Who is it? This one you should also know. Yeah, I knew this. <laughs> For my lack of filmation, I, you're throwing you're throwing some some like little lobs at me today that I'm getting no problem. Waiting. I'm actually surprised this one hasn't been gotten yet. Especially mm-hmm. with Manny, the self-proclaimed filmation expert over here. I'm just teasing you, Manny. I don't, I'll just I'll just say if we had Stephen Bashani <laughs> on here, he might <laughs> he might have gotten excited and gone, oh my gosh. They did, they referenced they did inspire him. me. I gotta make up for that lost episode still. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was thinking. I was thinking maybe that's what we were doing here. Oof. We may have stumped them. All right, Manny says Handivus. That is, I I can't accept that, unfortunately. And Jason says Rowhead. I don't know. Don't don't let us kill another attorney and villager. <laughs> we already had to kill one of them for Borak, you know? <laughs> Read the question one more time. Just I see some numbers popping up and down here, so I don't know if people are having to go off All right. back on. This character gained great strength drinking the magical water from the Valley of Power. Using a row as a steed, he sought to conquer all of Eternia. Just a minute longer. I will I will say 
Manny was on the right track, but yeah, I agree. That just it's a little too far off. I, we don't care about spelling, but uh... mm-hmm. awfully quiet from. Now Manny says Hondabus. And Skelly Vader comes in with Danavis. Oh. And Skelly Vader got it right. Danavis. And his freaky yeah, and his... eyes. <laughs> oh. All right. He is the most unique person on Eternia. Yeah, sorry, man. You were close. You were. I know you were thinking the same thing, but it was just a little too far off for us there. All right, so where are we? Orko's magic hat. Here we go, guys. Uh, ooh, this is a fun one. Where did I put it? All right. Who did the interior art for the golden book, The Magic Mirrors? Not the cover. The interior. Who was the artist? I love this guy. I'm going to give him props every chance I can get. Sean knows that. Oh, he's he's one of my absolute yeah, favorites. <laughs> now, that's a question I would think Joe would get. Come on, Joe, where you at? Yeah. Tell us that knowledge. Who did the interior art on the Golden Book, The Magic Mirrors? Run to your bookshelves. Take a look. <laughs> mm-hmm. He did many he did. of them. Not all of many, them. Many, many. many, yes. Jason says Texera. No, sorry, Jason. It was not Texera. Nah, he he mostly just did the mini comics. Skelly Vader says James Holloway. No, sorry. Not James Holloway. A minute longer here. Skelly Vader comes back with Fred Carrillo. Absolutely, ah, Skelly. Man, it was. He is a force to. No wonder he Fred, used Vader. He's a force yeah, to be reckoned with. Fred Carrillo, <laughs> an amazing artist. He did a ton of golden books. He did the giant picture books. He worked on that Whitman uh, publishing origin. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, hang in there, guys. It's still it's still anyone's game here. We got plenty of questions to go. All right, Sean. All right, so we're back to toys, toys, toys. toys, toys. toys. What and uh, here we go. This Argentinian toy line is one of the most famous knockoff Motu lines. And I'm reading the Motu because you put it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's normally against the grain for me. Um Featuring characters such as Platino, it is highly desired by collectors today. What toy line is it? 
He's got it. Do you collect any knockoffs, Sean? No. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, though. This is one of the ones, if they would come out with, like, the classics versions of them, I would want them anyway. They'd be fun to put on the shelf with the, the traditional He-Man figures. And I believe these are the ones that uh, Axel did a nod to on the uh, Battle Cat box. He, he did. Yeah, he did. Skelly Vader says, Top Toys. Nope, unfortunately, top, top that is not the Top Toys is a manufacturer of toys from Argentina. Yep. We're looking for what the name of the line was. Yeah, Top Toys did a lot. Top Toys actually had the license for Masters of the Universe down there. And they made this knockoff line as well. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Top Toys, that's the one where the Mosquito the has the black yep. and, uh, liquid uh, in them instead of red. Yeah. came mm-hmm. from, and uh, there's a few others. Uh, looks like we had a couple people just mm-hmm. jump back on, according to my viewership. Why don't you read the question one more time, and then I'll do the countdown. All right. Hang on one sec. Phone locked up. There we go. This Argentinian toy line is one of the most famous knockoff Motu lines. Featuring characters such as Platino, it is highly desired by collectors today. What is the name of the toy line? Oh, we got someone new here. Uh, Sean says, Top Toys did Forza T. What you think? Mm. I hey, I'll accept it because we already said it was the Argentinian well, toy yeah, manufacturer. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. All right, yeah. Sean, congratulations. I thought you meant because. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. No, anyway, <laughs> I, I thought you were looking at me like, "Well, do you want to say?" Because they gave us a little more than just the answer. So, yeah. But no, right, they got it right. And Congratulations, let, let us know, Sean. Sean, if you go under a different name on Facebook, if you already had some points going into this. Thanks for popping in. Um, I hope you know what's going on. You answer some questions. You win some uh, prizes. Uh, so let's see here. I'm up. What am I at? Uh, okay. No, quotations. Where are quotations? Here we go. And this is the last quotation here so listen closely Adam wake up we need you right uh-uh-uh. no sharp objects what do you want from us Revenge! You humans have gorged yourselves upon plant life for eons, but no more! Alright, what episode is that? I'll turn the light on, it's getting dark over here. Alright, there we go. You can see me again. 
Oh, nope, Sean doesn't Facebook. That's all right. You can still win today. So all you got to do is name the episode. Uh, Sean says... <laughs> Mike Young Productions, the Evil Seed episode. <laughs> and he forgot the title. <laughs> um, dig down deep, Sean. I know you can come up with it. Um, Manny says Council of <laughs> Evil. That is incorrect. And Jason Havlick says Evil Seed. That is also incorrect. One of you was closer than the others. Skelly Vader says Evil Seed. Uh, Evil Seed was definitely one of the characters in there. Yep. Not the name of the title, though. Now, have you opened your turtle, Sean, or are you keeping uh, Leo in the box, too? So far, I've kept them in the box. So I'm debating what I want to do, because now that I got Leo, it's like the urge is getting even worse than it already was. Uh, Sean says it's been so long, he's beginning to forget episode titles. Well, then that just... <laughs> or you're like me. you need to go back and Didn't watch register to begin with. <laughs> I will say Mike Young's probably my favorite series to just pop in and just watch here and there, or even to watch all the way through. Number one, it's so much shorter. Um, uh, okay, Council of Evil Part 2, no. Jason says Bad Seed, no. And Manny pops up with Orko's Garden, which is correct. Very good, Manny. Well, well played. Well played, um, Manny. You know what, Sean? You're getting a point, too. Why? Because I can. It's my show. <laughs> Jason? I'm going to give Jason a point, too. Because, uh, you know what? He's been in it this whole time. He's been popping in. So, Jason gets a point. Sean gets a point. Manny gets a point. All right. Next up. <laughs> All right, let's go to the final now, question hey, in Attorney History the, 101. For as much as Manny derides oh. Mike Young Productions, though, he's the one who pulled that out. I'd just like to point that out. So maybe maybe it's a little maybe you love it a little uh, bit more yeah. than you let on there, Manny. There's, <laughs> there's some irony. There's All some right. irony here. All right. Here we go. Name name two characters that have appeared in all three He-Man cartoon series, Filmation, New Adventures, and MYP. That is not He-Man or Skeletor. So name two characters that have appeared in all three Filmation, New Adventures, MYP cartoons that are not He-Man or Skeletor. You know, it's funny is I'm opening Leo right now, and uh, I haven't even opened Raphael yet, which amuses me. But Leo's here, and Raphael's down in the basement. So. Uh, oh, yeah. You gotta open these. 
That's my boy. That's my boy right there. Yeah, you can say what you want, but he's still my boy. All right. Uh, Sean says Tila. That is only one character, though. Um, Jason says Sorceress, Tila, and Man-at-Arms. Well, Jason, you, you did name two of them. Uh, Tila and Sorceress are definitely all three series covered, as well as He-Man and Skeletor. Jason gets the point. There. So Jason should get the point. Uh, Sean did just... Uh, Skelly Vader popped in with Too Bad and Beastman. Sean... Uh, hmm. Sean threw out their Man-at-Arms, Flog turned into Man-at-Arms, and New Adventures... And for pulling out... Now, he didn't really turn into Man Arms, but there is one where he's... I don't know if you've ever seen that, Sean, but there is an episode where Flog's got, like, a, a device that changes appearance, and there is one where he's got, like, a helmet on, like, Man at Arms, and he looks similar to Man Arms. Oh. Um, so I'm, I'm giving Sean another point just for that... Uh, just for pulling that out! Um I I would give him the point because I had you only had yeah. had me watch the first episode. We haven't even traversed that place again for yeah. quite a while. And I, I like giving out points if you guys haven't been able to tell. Uh, <laughs> very very deep pull, Sean. Very nice. Um, yeah. And he did throw sorceress out there too, so that was also so yeah. So both Jason and Sean on that one because we like giving out points. Um, there you go. Do you have any questions left, or is it just me? That's you. Yep, I, I just got through all mine. Okay, so here's what we've got going on here. <clears throat> so, yeah, the hologram. He looked like a hologram, yep. Um, I don't know what you were thinking, Skelly Vader. Um, you, were th- you were excluding new adventures even, even in your, your answer, even though Sean said it twice. Um, but here's what we got going on here. So Skelly Vader is on top with seven. Manny's in second with five. Um, and then Jason and Sean are both tied at three. So for this last question, I'm thinking we just throw it to Jason and Sean. Because, uh, yeah, they've got theirs locked up. Sure. And, uh, yeah. Our show. Yeah, so here we go. So this one's just for Jason and Sean to decide their tie. <clears throat> Name three episodes that appeared on the Best of He Man DVD. So there are ten episodes on the Best of He Man DVD. Name three of them. Jason and Sean. Whoever gets it first will take third place. Oh. They did his back a little weird. He's got like straight straps going down there, which is a little odd. But I think they had to. I, I was watching some reviews. Yeah. Yeah. 
was watching some reviews and, and people were complaining that his uh, the sheaths were a little lower than they should be compared to the even the uh, vintage that figure. Beautiful though, I love that they went painted. I mean, they got the they got the plain ones too. But yeah. I love that. Yep. Oh, uh, Jason. Let's see here. He's got problem with power. Uh, check. Dragon's gift. Nope. Ooh, how's Dragon's gift not on here? This was rigged. Uh, That's... And origin of the sorcerer. Wow. So he got two out of three. Uh, Sean says evil seed. Check. Tale of Tila. No, Tale of Tila is a mini comic. Uh, and problem with power. <laughs> so you both got two. Somebody hit me with one more. <laughs> Type. All right, Type Sean hits into right the, the abyss. There you go. Congratulations, Sean. Oh. Congratulations. Sean, coming up. <laughs> and he throws Prince Adam no more, which is also on there. Um, all right. I'm going to read off all the episodes real quick here. So it was Evil Seed, Quest for He-Man. Yeah. Prince Adam no more. That's one of yours. Diamond Ray of Disappearance. And Tila's Quest. Into the Abyss. Tila's Triumph. To save Skeletor. The problem with power and origin of the sorceress. So, here's what we got. Oh, and Mark Taylor jumped in here. Welcome, Mark. A little bit late, but thanks for joining us. I'm going to give you a point just for showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you get a I point. love it. So you here's what we're going to do. So obviously, Skelly Vader, congratulations. You're our first place winner. Uh, Manny Gonzalez, you're our second place winner. Uh, then we've got Sean with the Superman S. Sean, is this you? His name's Sean, and he's got a Superman no. S as his I, a- little avatar there. Are you typing down there as we're I honest, recording? I <laughs> I honestly believe this is this is like he and I should be friends because I like his style already based um, on that. But no. Well, mine is so Sean is third. <laughs> then we've got Jason, uh, and then uh, Mark jumped in, and then we got. So here's what we're gonna do. So Skelly Vader, you've got first pick of the three prizes. Manny, you've got second, and Sean, you've got third. Uh, and then Jason, Mark, and Joe, shoot me your address. You're gonna get door prizes. Just for coming on, just for participating. Uh, Jason, you got quite a few rights, so your door prize is going to be a little bit bigger. Don't tell the other guys. Shh. Um, uh, <laughs> Skelly Vader says, Woohoo, I've never won anything trivia related. Um, and if you want to, we're going to go on to questions here, guys. But uh, Skelly Vader and Manny, and well, Skelly Vader, if you want to throw out which of the prizes you want, Go ahead, and maybe we can get that all sorted by the end of the episode. If you just want to PM me later, that's fine. We'll do it later. We'll do it there, too. Um, And then, Sean, you're not on Facebook. Uh, Are you on Instagram? If you're not on Facebook or Instagram, uh, let me know, and I'll drop an email down below that we can email and get it figured out. So, 
Um, while they're doing that, Sean, you got a question for us, maybe? All right, you go I'm look looking up. Let's see. I'm on the Facebook group. I tell you what, and, guys, if you are also Turtle fans and you know, are not on the Super 7 line, um, you need to get on it. Yeah, I guess they're a little lower, but you can... They are a little lower, say, but you can reposition somewhat. up higher, so it's not, it's not make or The break. nice thing that I like is apparent, they're, they're embedded, though. Like, they're embedded a little yeah. bit where one goes over the other without you having to adjust them the way that we had when we were kids, Absolutely. which I thought was cool. So, Sorry, real let's quick. see. I, um, I keep, I keep question you off post... the live chat. Um yeah, sorry, Mark, you didn't make it. Uh, yeah, jump in the next time. Like I said, Mark, you still get a door prize just for showing up. So uh, I know you're on Facebook. Just shoot me a PM after this is over with your address. We'll get something fun out to you. Uh, Skelly Vader wants the PowerCon Shira, So that's his. Uh, so Manny, you're up next. You can choose okay. for the Mega Construct set um, or the Power in the Honor Foundation book. So let me know which one you want, Manny. Um, and then Sean will get the leftover. Uh, yeah, Sean. Yeah, guys, if you have any questions for us, uh, throw them down in the chat right now. Sean's got one, at least from the Facebook page. But yeah, if you start typing them now, that way we got them. Um, and we'll, we'll keep going until uh, we peter out or you guys peter out. Go ahead, Sean. Sorry for keeping interrupting. Well, the, the question post that I brought up um, a couple days ago on the, on the group, the one question was actually from Manny, and he asked, uh, when are we going to discuss DC Animated Toons? Um, you know, we talked about it. Honestly, at this point, I th- uh, we might throw an episode here or there, but I think for the most part we're going to want to keep Legends of Grayskull Masters related. That is something we have talked about doing for the mm-hmm. Patreon listeners, which we are going to get that set up and going mm-hmm. here within the month. Um, and I think that right now would probably be the best place for that unless something comes out or happens or we're just in an oddball mood. So no real plans, yeah. but that's something more likely to see on Patreon which uh, we'll be getting more info about that out later in the month as we get that sorted and get some stuff made up for you guys before we really start pimping it out. And the cool thing about Patreon is if it's non-masters related and you want to hear us talking about it, throw ideas at us. We have a couple that we're going to start and get the ball rolling that way, but I think some of that content would be fun to have it be fan interest and we can jump into some of those and have a discussion about it. It, it, That can be open range. Whatever you want to do, have a field day, um, and we can be a little less family-oriented on that as well, because I know one of the topics that (laughs) Matt actually would like to discuss is going to be a little more barbaric. (laughs) I'll give you a little hint there. Then He-Man, for instance. So uh, you're going to have a chance to have it be a little less Right. Unfiltered right, and filtered. We're not worried. We know if you're um, following us there that you you can handle where we're going. Yeah, and and it's not like we're all that you know amazingly bad here, but it'll be a little less tame there, I'm sure. Um, and then another really good question that was brought up that was not a part of the question uh, post. Um, 
Josh. Oh, I want to say Rasmussen. That's a, that's a big one. I'm hoping so I got that right. Uh, let's hold on to that a second. A Sean one. did post his trivia question for us, so let me do that first. Oh, um, cool. Let's do he it. He says, Hero has multiple names across various canons in pre-production material. Can you name them all? Uh, okay, so... Wow. Okay. Obviously, Hero. Uh, his alter ego mm-hmm. was Gray. And I'm assuming you only mean Powers of Grayskull Hero. But it, just in case we, we're not, I'll go through those the other Hero as well. Um, so yeah, so obviously Hero. His alter ego was Gray. I know in the early concept for Powers of Grayskull, his name was actually Grayskull. And he actually had the G on his chest like Titus comes with, and that's why Titus has a G on his chest. Um, that's all I can think of for Powers of Grayskull Hero. Sean? <laughs> um, I mean, that, when it comes to the cartoons, I know that, I know, like, you actually know a little more than I do on that. And then if uh, I know in the if you want to go classics line, they called him Row on that. That's right. And if you also talk about Hero 2, yep. his name's Dare, but I'm thinking you want to just stick with Hero 1, which was the yeah, almost released but never released until in the last couple of years version of yeah, I forgot about the main character if they rebooted or revamped, okay, I want to say. Hero, Grayskull, Row, and Gray. Gray. Did we miss any, Sean? Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also says uh, Lord Grayskull, as we saw in the Super 7 mini-comic. Oh, the, the... Yeah, see, I never got the Super 7 figure. So I never saw that uh, that little insert that came with it. So, but we missed Lord huh. Grayskull. It's actually funny because <laughs> I, call, I just, when I was flipping through, come up with our trivia questions, I happened across the one about him being originally called Grayskull. And that almost made it as a trivia question for this. So, um, he also says <laughs> that he was known as Justin in some of the preliminary notes. That's a new one. I have not heard that one before, so. Look at that. Even even we don't get them all. Put us on the spot. <laughs> no, we're just very no. well prepared every hey. episode. <laughs> and hey, it's it's okay. Like that is actually something that uh, that question that I was about to read it, it brings up. So, all right, yeah. You wanna? You got any other ones or? No, that was it okay. as far as I know, unless there's something else I don't know about. Is uh, there no, any from no YouTube? From YouTube so. that you might have had? Uh, let's see. Oh, and Sean I'm just double checking. He was also quick. known as Jack in the uh, filmation pitch. So. Oh, the. Oh, there's the one where uh, the one that James Etock uncovered was that the the was it Hero in the Land of Mystery or something like that about that one how weird 
I did find one more. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> leave Manny in the dust on this one because I know there was one episode that I, I missed his question and we we never went back to it. So um, it, he posted just in general and he said, uh, "I've not done this here yet, so I thought I'd ask. What are your favorite quotes in the '80s He-Man uh, tune?" And then he gave a few of his. Uh, uh, he gave a few of his, but basically, yeah. Uh, what what are our favorite quotes from uh, the filmation cartoon? Um, meow. Oh no! Oh, you're the land of legend. Guy. Sorry, Sean. You're right. Hero <laughs> in the land of legend, not the land of Miska. Um. Okay. Uh, quotes. God, I didn't have time. I should have looked at this one. Apparently. Uh, yeah. You got anything on top of your head? <laughs> yeah, I got. Uh, surprisingly, I do. Um, so one of my favorites actually comes from. Actually, a couple of my favorites come from the same episode, which is one of my absolute favorites, no matter what. Um, I love every time Ram yeah. Man tries to pronounce Shakoti. And my my favorite one has to be when he calls her Shabubi, and then she screams, Shakoti, you fool, and he goes <laughs> right back at her as a response. And um, I I still, to this day, I get chills every time I think of the moment when the living darkness is awakened and Stanlin comes yeah. out with the power sword, you know, Shakoti, stop it! And and she shoots him with the the her dark power, and he yells, "Not afraid!" Yeah. And he deflects yeah, the bolt and frees E Man because that was that was the closest I ever felt watching it as a kid. Going, that's a kid helping He Man. I feel like I'm I'm helping today because I'm I'm a kid watching the show, <laughs> and I mean, just right. going you know going very simple. Yeah, by the power of Grayskull, I have the power as done <laughs> by John Irwin. That is the Best at most awesome way you could possibly imagine that incantation. As far as I'm concerned, Cam Clark, I'm very sorry, but John Irwin it does take the medal yeah. on that one for um, me. I'd have to, I'd have to go. Uh, well, that whole that whole sequence with uh, with He Man um, where he disappears in Diamond Ray of Disappearance, and he's he's over the castle and oh you know, yeah. You must mm-hmm. crush the diamond. Yeah, that brings chills to me yeah. every time. Um, and and what I love is it ended on the He Man right. song fading out, and they have that that, oh, that, that dramatic that little bit of scene. music, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it starts right up again, and it's like, ooh, you got that second any wind time, coming. Any time oh, that He Man part gets... kicks in, I mean that ju- that's just amazing. Sure. Uh, Sean throws out there from uh, Secret uh, of the Sword, uh, Skeletor to Randor, Skeletor to Randor, come in, you royal boob. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, heck, I mean, you, uh, Secret of the Sword, the first time Adora does the incantation oh, still yeah. gets me misty. Oh, the whole sorcerer's no speech to Adora. I mean, you, you never yeah. knew your mother, yeah. and you never knew your father. But yeah. you also had a twin brother. brother. Uh, uh, Manny, is yeah. su- Manny is surprised you didn't and pull then, out. Uh, anyone want to buy a used bolo? 
<laughs> I was about to say it, but yes, that actually, like, I, I wanted to give Matt a chance to, to answer it since I threw two in there. But yeah, I, every time, it, and, and I think part of the reason why I love that one so much is that was the first episode I got to watch after not seeing yeah. the show for 10 years. And that moment in particular still gets me just the, him breaking the fourth wall like Deadpool. Anybody want to <laughs> buy a used bolo? Uh, Sean throws out there again. Uh, Hordak knew you were destined for something, though he did not know exactly what. Another awesome Secret of the Sword mm-hmm. quote. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason throws out. Uh, when Skeletor was explaining what would happen to He-Man in Quest for He-Man, Trapjaw looked legitimately scared. Yeah, Quest for He-Man, just a great episode. Man, what high stakes. First two minutes, Skeletor blasts He-Man <laughs> out through the universe to some random planet. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what was the, the time, is it the time corridor? The the one with the uh, the disc that when the sorceress explains what it does, it keeps spinning and it gets larger. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just love that quote of her because every time I hear it, now that I'm an adult, my mind gets really (laughs) dirty, but I can't help it because it'll get, it has spin faster and faster and grow larger and larger. And it's like, I hear that and I go, Oh, sorceress. This is why I like you over Tila sometimes. Uh, Sean says the all time best quote is Duncan. When he says, Fire could burn your toys. I I vaguely remember that PSA. Yes, uh, that's that's what we would be worried about. Not our family, but the, it's going to burn your toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, good times. I I still have the actual like. Okay, how do I get down to the basement fast enough to grab right. my He Man and Battle Cat if something bad ever to, happened? To, 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 what are the two? What are you grab if there's a fire? Not the kids. Not anything else. I'm going to grab my classics. <laughs> well, I, my. My assumption is, and this is me being me, my assumption is I've already gotten them to safety. I'm running back in there, though, and that ha- that's like absolute got to get yeah, it out of there. How am I doing this? You know? but, we'll see. but yeah, great quotes. If I don't know why my mind's not working too well, but it's not. So I could probably come up with more on a regular night. But, um, all right. So, if you guys got anything else, throw them down there. We're going to go on the big one here. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Two days ago, Josh Rasmussen. I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly, Josh. Can you guys explain? Rasmussen. Okay. Uh, Rasmussen or Rasmussen. So, either way, I got it covered. Rasmussen. Can you guys explain what is canon for Motu? It seems like every time they try to revive the line, we get new backstories. Yes, I know the main goal is to sell toys, but having a coherent story to help sell them would also help. And then we did have a few comments back. Yeah, and Um, I'm going to say real quick here. uh, uh, Sorry, it was Justin, right? Or Josh? Josh. Sorry, Josh. Mm -hmm. I feel like a jerk. Josh, uh, the short and simple answer, and I, I know it came up in the comments, it's all canon. If it was released by Mattel through a, a comic, mini-comic, book, cartoon, you know, it's all canon. That's that's the short answer. Um, 
go ahead, Sean, read off some of the comments that were that were in there. All right. So uh, Yuka mm-hmm. actually said that uh, Josh should check out a wonderful book, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe Character and Compendium oh. Guide. Yes. Not saying that just because I wrote in it, but really think every fan deserves to have it on their shelf. And then there was a little back and forth with him. And then, um, let's see, Paul Guyton, he said, I look at, I look on the different continuities as the different Earths in Marvel. Absolutely, yep, good way to think about it. Van Davis, exactly, yeah. And then Van Davis, basically you're right. Every time they reinvigorate the line, they tweak the story. Originally, it was the first several mini-comics version. Then things were retconned to match the plots of the cartoon series and mainstream comics. Then the 2000X show reimagined a modernized and modernized some of the plot, adding and changing a few points. Classics came along and tried to fit everything into a cohesive timeline, embracing as much, uh, as much of all the different versions as right. possible. The comic, He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse... <laughs> took a different approach. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And basically said each canon was its own dimension reality, and you could hop across like Jet Li in the one. So that's... Go ahead, Sean. Well, I I was just going to say that's that's probably the bane of the existence of a fan like me. And, uh, like... My version of this is is always going to draw from the first things that I ever knew, which pretty much anybody, when you get in introduced to a fandom, whatever it is that grabs you the most is usually the thing that makes you passionate about. Yes. And my version is always going to be a hybrid of, you know, the filmation, because uh, honestly, the transformation sequence was so... It, it was it was such a huge essential moment in every episode of that show, and the theme song kicking in, the actual everything about it made you go, "This has to now be canon, no matter what you looked at before." But I still love the barbaric side and the you know the 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 la- wasted landscape yeah. stuff of the mini comics and the original versions of it, uh, like the Alcala stuff, leading into filmation. And then I still actually incorporate some of 2000X into my ideas as well. So it's all about headcanon, unfortunately, and, and when it comes that's, to that. that's kind of the problem is, is that every time they do come out with a new iteration, they get, not only come out with a new iteration, but as we've shown here, and if you're a newer listener, go back and check out, because we've covered, you know, we've covered the early DC miniseries. We've covered... We covered quite a bit on that transition from the first four mini comics to filmation, and even mm-hmm. when Mattel first introduced this property, they were spinning their wheels. They were reinventing as they went along. They came out with that first eight back of characters, um, but they kept kind of reinventing and tweaking the whole way. And I think that's the biggest problem: is that from the get go. There wasn't a solid uh, canon. So, yeah. So, yes, if you want to know if something's canon, like you said, check out this character guide and world compendium uh, and the supplement that's coming out soon, hopefully. Because if it's canon, it'll be in here. The trick mm-hmm. is, like they said, there are different cannings. Um, 
And I think the biggest thing that Mattel needs to do is to come up with a baseline. A, and I've said this before on the show, a certain set of rules that are that are good across all canons. And it can be it can just yeah. be the, the basics, you know. Castle Grayskull holds the ultimate power. Adam becomes He-Man, you know, Adora becomes like just the the basics. You know, because there are yeah. certain and, things I think that should not be changed. You know, uh, can you play around with like Fisto and Man at Arms relationship to each other? Yeah, okay. But to me, can you play around with Adam and Adora's relationship to each other? No. Like, I think they need to sit down and come up with a set of rules. Um. That that just apply universally. Because I think everybody does yeah. that, even Marvel and DC. If you get Batman, he's going to be an orphan. He's going to be rich. You know, he's going to have a butler that helps him. Like, there are those certain things that are always there. Unless it's just some crazy yeah. Elseworlds tale. But, I mean, there's, I think that's the thing that Masters has lacked, is that they won't set the basic principles. They're, they want to play with everything. And the, I think out of all of the lines and even like, like what you're saying, okay. Uh, when you have the quintessential origins of Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, whoever, they were set down by one person. Yes. There wasn't necessarily this corporate, okay, everybody throw ideas maybe, into the maybe pot. Maybe a couple, usually work. a writer artist duo. I mean, uh, you know, but yeah. Basically, but but it's it's like the voice is one person is all I'm trying exactly. to say. It's, it's not like a it's not like a corporate. We got to figure something out using these figures as our the basis of our line. So you know you have G Siegel and Schuster doing uh, Superman's origin, Stanley right. and Ditko doing uh, Spider Man, right. uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger. I don't care yep. what anybody says. Bill Finger was in there uh, doing Batman. And even even toy lines like G.I. Joe and Transformers, G.I. Joe had Larry Hama mm -hmm. working behind the scenes to make that work. And Transformers had Jim Shooter from Marvel back in those days. And then uh, um, Bob uh, Badiansky, I want to say it was his name, was the one that was creating a lot of the the character ideas, the, the names. And I want to say the bios he was working on. Yeah. For the Transformers, and it's like you have these these. Here's this point person, and this is the one shepherding this idea. And a lot of the time, the idea is a very nebulous idea that can be massaged yes. depending what the story is. And Masters has that ability too, but Masters in the the actual creation, like you said, there was never a legit. This is this okay. is it. Right. Kind of an origin because they had so many options. They were scatter shoot or, or shotgunning this, trying to come up with stuff. But last episode, we or no two, last episode, episode before episode, that, two episodes. Episode fifty three. We the um, Whitman origin. Yeah, that's a whole different. The Whitman way origin. Gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it's. It, I think here's here's the thing in my opinion about it though is what I love is it doesn't make you less creative to enjoy masters True. because there can't, you can almost do one from column A, one from column B and just make it your own head cannon. Or you could follow here. Okay. This is what filmation did. 
I like Filmation. I'm going to run with this. I like what the mini comics did. I'm going to run with this. 2000X, it reinvigorated the line. And there to this day, there are people our age going, how did I miss this? And they're watching it and going, hey, this story is really cool. And it, it has what, what what's familiar, but they're making it into this cohesive story right. that's stretching, you know, the, the whole series. And I mean, it, it is, it's difficult. And I can understand completely how it, it frustrates me sometimes because the version of Masters that I might get if they bring the, the line back or bring the cartoons back might not be something that really like, oh, this is what I've always wanted to see. But I also am the guy going, I still want to sit through some new stuff because exactly. Lord knows we haven't had the new stuff, you know, and let's see what they do with it. And if they don't do something that makes me excited, I still have the stuff I enjoy too. It's not going to erase my childhood. It's not going to erase my fandom. So uh, real quick here, Jason uh, threw out a comment. Uh, the barbarian, the barbarian beginnings of He-Man started all, but for a filmation's character development and world building, good and bad really got me hooked. And I, th- uh, yes, absolutely. I think that's no matter what people say about filmation nowadays. And I've said this before too. I, I, I think, uh, I think they, sorry, I <laughs> got distracted there. No matter what people f- say about filmation nowadays is that that really is what catapulted it. I don't think it would have been as big as it was without filmation. Um, Sean says that the multiverse makes sense but it shouldn't be so vast. You should only have about five or six different Eternias. Uh, think of it more as more of an oscillating universe. I agree. It does Not every little iteration of He-Man needs to be its own Eternia. And they don't even need to cross over, honestly. They just need to, you know, they just need to coexist. But like I said, I think, I think Mattel really needs to sit down and make some tent poles where they go, they go, you know, this is what it is. And we're gonna do mm-hmm. ju- just that, you know. We're, you're not gonna you're I, not gonna betray these few things. I I think the hardest part of that though is this is about forty years now, and there are people who are dug in on what they love. And if they do that now to the fan base, it's probably going to make a bigger problem than it needs to be because. I'm I'm kind of Mr. Look, my version of this is my headcanon. I appreciate that they do have all the different cartoons. I appreciate the comics. I appreciate the golden books, mini comics. But in, it, there's always going to be my headcanon. That's, that's why I love this line. Right. And I'm using these characters to represent what I've always thought worked in my head. But there are other people out there who are going to be livid if they say, you mean this doesn't apply anymore? I mean – Look at how the Star Wars fandom reacted to here's <laughs> here's all these fan created novels yep. over how long like fifteen years or whatever. Well, then all of a sudden Lucas is like, well, unless I say it's canon, it doesn't matter anymore. Then people are like, well, that's the thing. Oh, those, no. <laughs> those weren't even fan created novels. Those were legitimately licensed novels that Disney stepped in and said, nope, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. So and 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 it's like, do we really need to do that to a fan base that you know like? We are we are like teetering around the 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 fan base of like Thundercats, where it's like, you know, they they're worried that a toy line isn't going to be enough to substantiate itself. They need to do all this other stuff, and it's like Thundercats is kind of like right down there with us in certain ways, where it's like, 
you know, the, the fans are loving this stuff, but they're not a huge amount to support it. They need new blood. And how are you going to bring that in there? You know, um, hopefully, hopefully yeah. these cartoons <laughs> will do it, but yeah. So hopefully that helps a little bit, Josh, like I said, everything's canon. Nothing can be canon when they come out with the next thing. And I know we're all looking forward to seeing what they do with revelation and what they do with the new He-Man and the masters of the universe. So Sure. Um, let's see here. I had, to, had some other stuff pop up. Uh, oh, here's a fun one. And I probably inspired <laughs> Sean by playing with my Leonardo here. Uh, who would win in a fight? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Jitsu and Ninjor. Well, the Turtles would because they're the good guys and the good guys always win. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd have to say the turtles on that one too because and it's a, I'm trying to think. Ninjor do, Ninjor doesn't have like mystical powers per se. He's just a kind of a right. ninja, and and Jitsu's just he's a warrior, you know, and he's got that big, you know, the chopping hand. But you know, he he's still just a warrior at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, Jitsu. Plus, it's four to two. I mean. It'd be, mm-hmm. a, it'd be a good exactly. fight, though. So I'd I'd watch it, but yeah, the the Turtle Boys would take yeah. that, would win that. Uh, now, now, yeah, get all the Super Seven Turtles and get the yeah. classic Ninja and get the Jitsu and just go nuts and see what happens once all the turtles are finally d- delivered to the fans. Yeah, in like <laughs> two years, knowing Super Seven. Uh, uh, by the end of the year, I'm hoping we'll see how that works. I I, I will say though. You know, I wanted Leonardo. I got the full set. I might be in trouble here, Sean. Because I was thinking about, you know, oh. letting some of these other guys go. But looking looking at Bebop here. Yeah, Bebop oh is a Lord, monster. He is, he is a huge one. He's, he's monstrous. It, well, and I like that about the line. The, the turtles are not necessarily the, the seven-inch figures. And I like that because they're teenagers. They're still growing. And, and, and so, like, Shredder is bigger than Leonardo and Bebop is huge and all. I like that. I like that it's, it, they're not the, well, it's, like, it, they're the baseline. If they're bigger than the turtles, that's how big we need to get them or whatever. So. Well, yeah, and it's just the, just the detail. The skulls on him look amazing. He's got, like, this, he's got, like, a leg brace thing going on that I never, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't look at the, it was, the pictures too closely. That, I just noticed that, that was on the original figure, was but it? it was all black. I never noticed that. Yeah, there were details on the original yeah. figure, but it was it was never painted to take notice of it. Yeah, I might be keeping this whole way, but I don't know. <laughs> um, Who else is in there? Who else is the other? It's Bebop, um, Shredder, Leo, Eugene Man, and that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, back to questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, most people are agreeing the Turtles would win it. Mark Taylor says, but they'd lose the first bout and then decide to work together properly. Yeah, just like any team-up crossover. They yep, they get their tur- their Turtle shells kicked firsthand. Um, mm-hmm. Jason Havlick, do you guys hate the last She-Ra cartoon by DreamWorks? I like their takes on Shadow Weaver and Double Trouble, despite a lot of the bad stuff. I hated the ending of The Last She-Ra. And that is also, check out our previous episodes, because we covered that. That was another live episode. People ate that one up. Mm-hmm. Um, I There was some good storytelling in there. 
I think they got um, too worried about hidden agendas and ticking certain boxes, I think is their biggest problem. And they got away from the storytelling because I think at the core, I think there was a decent enough story there, but they, they focused on the wrong parts of it. They, it should have been a fantasy action adventure and instead it was the best friend squad. Yeah. I, I was kind of offended when we got answers to things and the answers were not as interesting as what they might have or should have been, in my opinion. And like, uh, you know, there was from season one, one of the things that kept me going to watch the series was, well, what is Grayskull to this? Because if we're not bringing him in into this world and then when you find out, well, that's a squadron and it's for that. It's like, why would you be drawing the power from a squadron's honor? Like it, that, that bugged me. And then anybody who who uh, shipped the whole Adora and Catra thing, that bugged me to no end because right. you needed at least one or two more seasons of Catra being a good person for me to actually go, okay, she's right. she's better, and now <sighs> I can accept this this new relationship and it wasn't an issue of you know it, it wasn't an issue of, of Adora and Catra being a couple I don't care my issue is that is an extremely toxic person you're dealing with who needs way more help right. and that bugged the crap out of me that so many people were romanticizing that where I'm like no if I was in a relationship like that people would tell me get the hell out of it if my daughter was in a relationship like that or my son I'd be like get the hell away from this person until they get actual qualified help to make them get on the better path. And there, there was and no earning that it. It was me. Yeah, which is they no, saved her from more no crime ar- and all of a sudden she's good and we can love her yes. and it's um yeah, it's just it just it, it, it and you know what and the thing is uh, and I know we said it back in that episode so I don't want to repeat too much. Hopefully you'll go check out that one. I don't remember the number off the top of my head, but you can find it. Um but the biggest thing was is we had a lot of filler episodes in the first few seasons. Like they could they could um they could have had a better ending if they had gotten rid of some of those earlier filler episodes. Me personally, like it took me forever to get through season two because it just started off so slowly and i'm like nothing is happening nothing is happening nothing is happening and once once you got to the end of the series you're like man we really could have used those five or six episodes that were filler throughout the season to really get to where we need to be at the end of this um and jason agrees catra was not a good redemption story no it just they decided she needed to be redeemed at the end so she was redeemed you know yeah and and a lot of that series for me also was uh, like the episodes of them learning about the first ones. Mm-hmm. That was the stuff that I'd rather have had right. them invested in for the storytelling more than the, the best friend squad, more than all the other stuff they were doing. It's like it should have been them trying to do the first one's tech to go up against the horde because the horde is a problem. And instead it was, yeah. you know, here's this here's a prom. Yeah. Like, that was never something <laughs> even on the original Shiro. Why are we right. doing a prom episode? That sort of stuff, you know? And um, it, it was aimed at the demographic it was aimed at, but 
people like us were going to be the ones curious to watch it because it involves something from our nostalgia. And it, it's it's like, you know, why does jelly and steak not taste good together? You know, like it just it, it didn't it didn't coalesce properly. Yeah, Jason Jason liked the redesign. It had potential. Uh, of Double Trouble. Yeah, there were some cool designs in there, too. Honestly, I probably would have enjoyed the whole series more if they had just made it its own IP. And if they hadn't attached uh, She-Ra to it. Um, mm-hmm. If they'd just done their own thing. Because at the, at the end of the day, that's what it, it felt. That's what it felt like. Um, there just yeah. wasn't enough to tie it back for me. So... I, I'd say real quick, I mean, I, I loved uh, Mara. Yeah. She was one of my favorite things about that series, and I thought that was a story I would have rather yeah, been watching man. than the actual show. And and real quick, the uh, the redesign of She-Ra on the final that, season was probably, like, the best yeah. thing they could have and done. the sword. I know? liked the like, sword, too, when, she, when yeah, she, yeah. she figured out she didn't need a sword, so then she made her own sword. That was that weird. Was weird but, that was but weird. But the design was cool, and I did like I did like that she grew, she grew into, you know, a more familiar She-Ra. And, you know, Light Hope, that's a character that was on there from the first episode. Or, yeah, first episode, because she's the one who led her to the sword. And we never really yep. found out, like, was she just an evil robot? Was something messed up? What You know, it just, lots of questions at the end there. Um, what's up, Zen the Brown? Other, the, You're catching us at the end, the, but uh, thanks for joining us. Cause we <laughs> have to go back and check out the rest of it. The, the other really quick thing that bugged me a lot about that series was at that point when she created her own, own sword, you mean to tell me that she does for the honor of Grayskull and doesn't finally yell, I am Shira" because she finally created yes. a sword out of nothing? Yes. She should have fought out owned that title at that point, and that should have been how she transformed the rest of the series. And unfortunately, we didn't even get that much. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. All right, guys, I think that's about an episode here. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, Zen Brown, go back and check out the the rest of the episode. Thanks for everyone who participated. Uh, Manny, let me know which of the two remaining prizes you want, and then I'll send the last one to uh, Sean. Um, And I just want to thank everybody. It's been a great year. We're looking forward to many more years. Um, Yeah. Sean, what you got? I got my ultimate team, man. And he he has been with us the whole episode. <laughs> and he's fading into Grayskull, so I got to move him over here. <sighs> but anyway, yes. <laughs> represent. <laughs> Actually, I got both of them. There we go. <laughs> He-Man Skeletor representing for that episode. There you go. There they are. All right. So. All right, guys. Yeah, that's about it. All right, thanks for tuning in. Remember, we've still, we're still we on the road to 200 subscribers. Last I looked, we were at like 157. So we're getting close there. Um, so make sure you're like, subscribed, uh, share it if you want. Ring that bell so you're notified if we go live again. Um, and as soon as we hit 200 subscribers, we're giving away another copy of the Power and the Honor Foundation. And we're giving away an Origin Scare Glow. So make sure you're subscribed. Uh, screenshot that. And send it to us either on the Facebook page. We're on Instagram now, Legends of Grayskull Podcast. Um, and I'm going to drop, I do have an email that I'm going to drop down uh, in the comments here for Sean. Especially because he's not on Facebook so that he can get a hold of us with his address. So we can send that all out. 
Um, yep, yep. Oh, Jason's, Jason's not on uh, Facebook or Instagram either. Yeah, um, after we're done here, down in the description, I'll drop our, our Legends of Grayskull email link um, so you guys can get a hold of us. Um, Manny, uh, maybe we'll go live some more. We do like doing live episodes now and again. They don't work out every week, but when they do, it's a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. And, and-